how to take small steps toward a huge life. The incredible wellness story of moving from health crisis to a globe-trotting wellness consultant with Diane Randall, the author of Jump Start Your Life, Find Your Motivation, and Change Your Life One Step at a Time. Here on episode number 190 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. I like the way I started to feel as I read, as I connected on a spiritual level with groups, teachers. So I ended up going to school to get a master's in spiritual psychology. And man, that was a very experiential experience. Hi, this is Sherilyn Decker, author of Roar Back, where I help women transform struggle into strength. Dr. Brad Miller is here on the Beyond Adversity podcast to help you grow through the experience of going through adversity so you can experience peace, prosperity, and purpose. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful, and this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. What a joy and a privilege it is to have you here with me today as we continue to help folks just like you to grow through what they go through. You can head on over to drbradmiller.com. We've got a free gift for you there and um, over 180 episodes of this podcast, which are dedicated to helping you to navigate adversity in your life and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Let me ask you this. Have you ever had a time in your life when you just knew that your mind and your body were messed up in such a way that you felt stuck, that you felt kind of a constant state of illness and not at your best? What can you do about it? What is the process that you can do use to get unstuck? Our guest today is Diane Randall, and she was cruising along in her life relatively well. She was a working mother, an entrepreneur, but and a consultant in the world of technology. But she found herself divorced with some family members who lost their lives, dealing in her own life with unhealthy weight, with high cholesterol, with blood pressure. She was in a situation where her health problems were impacting her whole life. And she knew that it wasn't just her health problems only. It was also had to do with her state of mind. And our story today with Diane Randall, who you can find at dianerandallconsults.com, she unpacks this story about how bad she felt physically and mentally and then what she did in discovering mindful change motivation. 
a mindful change protocol. And through getting some education and some experience in mindfulness, she began to make changes in her life, especially in her nutrition and in her mindset through psychology, through spiritual psychology. And she began to change her life around. So today in our podcast, we're going to learn what it means to be in kind of in a stuck place, to take some steps about it, to get better. In that process, Diane Randall's written the book, Jumpstart Your Life, Find Your Motivation, and Change Your Life One Step at a Time, where she tells her story of moving through her health crisis that she had to now, as she says, becoming a globe-trotting wellness consultant. We're going to learn, we're going to feel her story, we're going to learn her process, when we get come back on the other side of the interview, we're going to invite you to join me. It's good to be here with you today to talk to Diane Randall. Let's get into our conversation with Diane Randall from DianeRandallConsults.com right now. Dr. Brad Miller here on Beyond Adversity. This is the podcast where we help you to grow through what you go through, navigating adverse life events to achieve your life of peace and prosperity and purpose. We love to talk to people who have a story to tell. That is the case today as we have Diane Randall with us. She has her story to tell that has to do with health and relationships and all kinds of challenges that she had to face in her life and overcome those. And she talks about those in Jumpstart Your Life, her book called Jumpstart Your Life, Find Your Motivation and Change Your Life One Step at a Time. Diane Randall, welcome to Beyond Adversity. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. It's awesome to have you uh, with us here today on Beyond Adversity. As I mentioned in our comments, you do have quite the story to tell. You've had a lot of things happen in your life, and you have come to a different place in life where you are now making a huge contribution to folks through your uh, through your website, dianerandoconsults.com, and through your book. But let's hear, hear a little about your story of how you had to face some real challenges, some real adversities in your life that you had to come to terms with. Let's hear your story. Well, I'll tell you the most traumatic, and I'll say that because that 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 happened when I was really young, even though I've had lots of adversity. Yes. My sister was murdered when I was 19 years old. Oh, my goodness. And Let me just pause to say I'm so sorry. Let me just pause right there to say I'm so sorry about that event in your life. And that, you know, even where I am now and I look back, that is probably the most traumatic thing that happened in my life, but it also set me on a course to where I am today. Yes. So my sister was murdered. And at that time, you know, she died. We went to her funeral and we all just moved on. (laughs) At least that's what we thought. Yes. So I would say in my 20s, and keep in mind, I was very unconscious about this. I was so sad not knowing that I was depressed, but I was just sad, mm-hmm. just really, really sad. Didn't stop me from getting married okay, <laughs> and having a couple of kids. All right. But I, I, I was walking around in a fog. I really didn't know how to be happy. I did have something inside of me that that said, I just don't want to feel like this for the rest of my life. And I never equated it to my sister's death. That 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 could be why I was feeling the way I was feeling. 
So I wanted to be happy, but I didn't feel at that time in my life I had anyone that was happy around me. <laughs> and that's my perception <laughs> from a okay. 19, 20-year-old. Right. No one was happy. So how, how, how can I get happy? So I started reading books. At that time, there, the Internet was not even, you know, a thing. Right. I started reading books. I started going to I won't say I went to church, but I would go to like a non-denominational gatherings just to hear about what it was like to take some type of control and power in your life. So I kept reading the books. And then one day, over time, I just kept driving and driving and driving. And I thought I was past the death. <laughs> and I just kept navigating around, reading, just getting feedback from the world that, you know, you're just not in a good place. Mm. Didn't like sounds, firecrackers, any, I was very afraid. And I thought I was going to die at any second for okay. years. But what that did for me, it caused me to look at, okay, what is death? What is death about? Because that was the scariest thing for me. And I was wearing it every day. So I started going to like workshops, you know, you read, then one thing leads to another, you go to workshop, I go, I went to workshops, I talked to a lot of people about, I talked to a lot of people and read about how to heal from the inside out, which was something, you know, wow, really? Okay. <laughs> so as time passed, I went on with my life. I got married. I had kids. I had an awesome career. But there was this side of me that was still really depressed and withdrawn, even though I faked it pretty good. You know, yes. I got a great job and navigated. But I wanted to be true to myself and really figure out what I could do to just be happy. So I started reading. I started soul searching on, and going to lots of therapy. <laughs> okay. See how I could feel better about my life. And, and it's so interesting because I never thought, oh, my sister died. This is why I'm so sad. I was so disconnected from that, which now I think about it, which is kind of weird. You mm -hmm. know? But reading, going to workshops, listening to different spiritual teachers put me on a journey myself to healing. I started out going to like personal <clears throat> life coaching classes. I became a life coach. I became a wellness coach, just trying to dig in and figure out what the heck is going yes. on with me as I've gone to therapy. And then the and then another thing I did was I liked the way I started to feel as I read, as I connected on a spiritual level with groups, teachers. So I ended up going to school to get a master's in spiritual psychology. And man, that was a very experiential experience because that allowed me to really dig in. 
I called it an excavation at the time. <laughs> Interesting terminology. I like it though. I know. I know. Really, we talk a lot about digging deeper in the you know your right. inner life, and so that makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I called it an excavation because I was aware that I was feeling better, and I was also aware that I had a lot of of of, of healing to do. Yes. Had a lot of digging to do, didn't you? A lot yeah. of digging to yeah. do. <laughs> right. And all all my education and training uh, for a long time, it just showed me that I had an awareness that I had a lot of digging right. to do. Right. <laughs> well, it's not this what an awesome story. And this kind of led you then a pathway towards what you do now and teaching and leadership and writing books about healing and wholeness and your health. And uh sounded like you took some interesting turns for yourself, didn't you? I took some very interesting turns because what I didn't realize was all that inner trauma weakened my body. Okay. You know, carrying all that. And I had no clue. I had a lot of stress at that. You know, at a certain point I was divorced. I had two little kids I had to take care of. Uh, Just trying to deal with the challenges of life. So I had a lot of stress. And my body was breaking down at a very young age. So you had some health challenges then, it sounds like? Well, I yes, I had chronic uh, blood pressure, uh, high cholesterol. My doctor said I was on a path to, in the future, you're going to have a heart attack if you don't get that metabolic uh, yeah. connection together. That's what and, he used to say to me, and right. I'm like... Kind of get your act together, huh? Yes, your physical health. yes. You became but more aware realized, of the interconnection between your physical health and your spiritual life and your your mental health and all that. The integration that of all it that. was the integration of all that. Yeah. So, so as I learned and what things that made me feel better, I started sharing it with people. Keep in mind, I'm a IT consultant, technology okay. consultant. I right. wasn't even thinking about going into wellness, but my journey and my search to help myself led me down a path to sharing with others about the things I learned. People notice how, you know, Oh, what are you doing? You know, you just look different. You know, people picked up on that. So (laughs) what would you up on it? What would you say with maybe a couple of the really, you've mentioned some already, but what would you say were some of the pivotal action points that you took? Because you were talked about where you started from. You had your depression, your sadness, as you said, that had related to, you know, the death of your sister. And then you had a divorce and you had just overwhelming sadness, this sense of fear of death. Fear seemed like a big mm-hmm. part of what you were experiencing. Yeah. Yes. But a lot of people stay stuck there, you know, as yes. you know, a lot of people stay stuck in those states for a long time. And you were there for quite a while, it sounds like. But then you made a couple of decisions, some defining moments. And if you would, I'd like you to see if you can pinpoint some of those couple of those defining moments that set you on the path that you're on now. One moment was I, I wanted to be happy. I yes. wanted to feel better. I acknowledge that I had a lot going on inside of me that I needed to figure out, even though I had no clue where to start initially. Mm-hmm. So I started doing different things, reading, yeah. or, you know, just any, just trying different things. That was the mm-hmm. first thing. And I took responsibility for my health. Yes. I took responsibility for my actions and not blaming everybody I thought 
<laughs> cause these problems. Yeah. You know? So you took those outer influences and you turn them around to you to uh, be a motivation to change your inner life in order to be a better person. And that's great. So you had at least a couple of things I'm hearing there. You took full responsibility and you had a bigger vision about what you, you know, you wanted to get better. You were sick and tired I, of being sick and tired. It sounded like to that's me. That's right. Is that a fair, to is that a that. fair that assessment? Is, right? That is very fair. Yeah. That is very fair. So and, I'm and, a big believer here that you got to take action. You got to do something. You know, if we're in a state, we have to somehow find the wherewithal, you know, Whatever it is, your mind state, your physical pain, your sometimes people are motivated by caring for their kids or whatever it is mm-hmm. that you got to get out of that state. So that's awesome. I, I want it out and not knowing, not knowing how to get out wasn't big a big enough reason not to do it because yeah. that feeling of staying where I was was a deeper pain. I, you I leveraged leveraged the pain to. Uh, have life transformation. Let's talk for a second, Diane. You've mentioned a couple of times about you went and got a, uh, uh, some education in spiritual psychology, and you talked about uh, delving into some spiritual aspects of your life. And I'm interested in talking to you a little bit about how life transformation, how that informed your trans uh, your transformation about sensing something bigger than yourself, a spiritual life, meditation. Uh, other practices like this. Tell me a little about this uh, spiritual aspect to your transformation. Well, every time I went to hear a spiritual teacher or I started some type of educational workshop, I would I would feel something deep inside of me. I related to that or I aligned with some of the messaging that I was getting. Keep in mind, I didn't know a lot at that time, mm-hmm. but being able to see other people share their experiences and also connecting with people that would be in the audience when they would talk about their experiences. Sometimes I would just get triggered and I would relate so deeply to what they were saying. So being in a room or the energy of other people that also had Adversity or yes. challenges in our life really helped me to not only just own what was coming up for me, but to trust that I could share, to trust that as I heard others talk about their experiences, that I could ride, I, I could navigate through it. I could go get through it, no matter how painful it felt at the time. I could get through it. Yes. You know, we say over it, but I learned mm-hmm. you have to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you had kind of this revelatory type of experience that you knew that the transformation had to be not only not only about the deal with the pain, but you had to go to your inner life, your spiritual deep places in order to have healing. And and so it's it's both and you got you know, you gotta take action. You gotta you know, get going. You can't stay stuck. And that's part of that exploration process, you know, of just trying stuff. And then yes. part of what you tried and had some resonance for you was the spiritual development. And yet you must have thought enough about it. You went ahead and got an advanced degree in uh, spiritual psychology. So that's awesome. Yeah. I just said one thing kept leading to another, you know, a talk, a workshop, 
a book. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I used to go and hear a lot of speakers, a lot of teachers, mm-hmm. you know, talk about different things. That's great. And there was a teacher on stage talking about her experience in spiritual psychology. I heard what she said. It touched me so deeply. The next day, I looked up to school and I called. <laughs> and away you went, and, huh? And away I went. I flew to Santa Monica, California for two years, once oh a goodness. month on the weekend. Yeah. And I say, with having my children, that was the second best experience that, that I've had, life experience. That so had. that was a transformational moment. That was one of those pivotal one of those pivotal moments we've been talking about here. Yes. Well, let's talk for a minute about, I like to talk about the, you know, the, the, the action side, which is the taking action and the spiritual side. But I also like to talk about kind of the cognitive imprint of what you do. What I mean by that is how did these experiences then lead to implementing life change in your life? I'm talking about habits or practices or the way you live your life, your everyday life now, as opposed to when you were in that sad state. What are some of the things that you do now that you may have learned in your education or have applied into your life now? I've learned, I've learned that I have to stay integrated in, in some type of upliftment, whether it's group, a spiritual group, teaching. And I get a lot from teaching personal growth classes. Mm-hmm. Inner strategies is what I say I teach, inner tools and strategies. Mm-hmm. I get so much upliftment from being in that setting. All the, I practice yoga. I practice meditation. I, I have a lot of physical activity in my life, not just running to the gym. I surround myself with people who I call them my tribe. Mm-hmm. People that I'm aligned with, lots of coaches and creators, people who yes. have have small businesses, like minded people. Yes, yes. And well, so you I mentioned, love- mm-hmm. yeah, you mentioned several things there: meditation and yoga, and surrounding yourself with the like minded people, and being kind of in an environment that is helpful to you. And that's important to have an understanding of the. You know, to have a life change, you've got to implement new habits. And sometimes that means even new people in your life or expanding your, your, uh, your environment or expanding your influences, the people who influence you and who you influence. So let's talk a little bit about that. I really believe relationships, that emotional part of this is an important part too. And let's talk for a minute about the power of relationships and life change for you and how we can implement that in others about some people who may have been helpful to you or how you have used the relationships to help empower yourself. That could be not only be interpersonal, but it could be like books or tapes or, you know, people on stage. But tell me about relationships in terms of life change for you. I always say I've had several pivotal people in my life, people that just knowing them, my life changed. <laughs> yes. I have a best friend and I, and my friend Roz, I call her my angel, and she's been in my life for 30 years. She's and she's enough older than me where she's been a mentor, she's been a big sister, she's been an angel, she's always been in my life as an observer. She has always and what I what I love about her now, and I didn't when I was younger, because 
she would look at the big picture. She wouldn't side with me. She was just there to observe. And if I ask her a question, she turned around and asked me a question when I'm looking for the answer from her. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that's so awesome. She, she, even to this day, I, I call her my angel, depending on, you know, what's going on, but she's been there because I've had friendships and I learned the hard lesson that sometimes relationships run their course. It's not bad. It's not good. They just run their course. And she helped me to understand that yes. and be good about it. <laughs> and sometimes relationships are, are impactful in different seasons of life, you know, as well in terms of you maybe have a need as a, you know, as a young person, you may have that different need as when you're, you know, in your 20s or 30s or different seasons of your career, things like this. Mentorships type come into play. And, but it's also good. I love to hear you say about that long term relationship with Roz, which was meaningful over the long term. And that's, I mean, there's, there's a certain value to that, which is significant. And now you've turned your life into mentoring and helpful and being serving others. Yes. And I just think that's so important. You've written a book called Jumpstart Your Life, and you've got several coaching and teaching and things like that. Let's talk a little bit about what, how, you, how you've taken your experiences, Diane, and how you now are taking all these things we've talked about here, your pain and your situations and your research and your education and your everything you've got, and now you're serving others. So tell us a little bit about that. What are people going to find in your book? What are people going to find in what you offer? First, people are going to find in my book that that started out as a as a as a article I wrote for a, a small magazine about a single mom who stepped out of her comfort zone and created a life in another city with no friends and no family, with yes. no support network. So then it evolved into a presentation where, you know, I, I would someone would ask me to talk to single moms and and I would do that. And then I started teaching at an adult enrichment program at a college here in Chicago. And I was able to create my own classes. So I taught that, taught the class. It became Jumpstart Your Life because it it teaches people how to navigate through your current situation, you, you, there's exercises where you can look at every aspect of your life, figure out what you truly want and take to write an affirmation to support what you want. And we walk through uh, several exercises and affirmations to where by the time you leave the class or you read the book, you have at least two ideas or two actions that you can take to start down the path of what you really want, what, what life you really want. I always ask yes. the question, what do you really want? Yes, that's awesome. So that's, so that's what, that's the part of the jumpstart, you know, what do you really want is to, how do you get things going? How do you get things fired up? So uh, yes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So what are, what are folks, let's just say that there's a uh, younger version of Diane, something with some similar life circumstances in her life, single mom or whatever the circumstances may be. And she has somehow heard about you perhaps for this podcast or some of the other things you've done. What are they going to find when they reach out to you on your website and 
What are some of the resources that you have available to them? Resources I have available, I have assessments. Actually, my workshop, my I have assessments. How do I, how well do I know myself? What's the right life balance? And those are so you can take it, kind of figure out. Oh, and stress. You know, where's your stress level? Yes, that, that's a big one. So just to take these assessments, just to kind of see where you are. Yes, with each of those things I talked about, launching a whole life wellness community for people to join, and we talk about how to we'll, we'll all work together on tools and strategies exploring ideas on how to create a life that we truly want, no matter how busy you are in your life. I have four courses that I offer. I took the courses that I teach at the college. I've also created them online now so that people can in the community can take the courses and have support. And I actually will be doing a zoom meeting once a month to answer questions, to cover different topics, to support the group. So I'm very, very excited about that. Lots of resources there. I've taken a look at your at your website, <laughs> yeah. uh, dianerandallconsults.com. Lots of good information there. And let's talk for a minute here about the results. What I mean by that is I'm sure you've worked with a lot of folks. And let's t- talk about a example person or persons you may have worked with where you have seen some real life transformation take place. Can you share with us kind of a, you know, a example of someone you've worked with? I can share an example of, let's say, and I work with a lot of, believe it or not, middle-aged people, women and men, but women mostly. And I have people that, and this is huge, that I meet in class or that come to me to talk to me, they want to change their life, but they just don't know what to do. And then when you, when, when I talk to them, there's so many, just getting them past the barriers that are keeping them stuck are huge. So I would say I talk to a lot of people about boundaries because that's typically where we start. What what are boundaries? Or some people don't even know that boundaries are the issue for them because they're stuck and they just don't know how to move past them. And if, if I talk to them about moving past them, I have all the reasons why they can't you know, so, get past So you've them. seen some profound change in people, it sounds like. I have. Profound. And it's you know what? It's small. It's one step at a time. Uh, sometimes people talk to me and to change is so painful. They decide they don't want to do it because if I have to change, then I'll probably divorce my husband. And I'm just not ready for what that means. That, that's that been a real scenario. Well, that's not like, you know, there's a lot of sometimes for some folks, it's uh, taking that first step is However tiny it is, is huge. And for some folks, they got to take one step forward and step back and then, yes. you know, take a reassess and do some things there. But some great resources here. So tell us what about how people can get a hold of you, Diane, if they through your website. Tell us what about 
how they can make connections with you if they want to reach out to you? People can reach me certainly at my website, www.dianerandallconsults, LinkedIn, Diane Randall Consults, as well as Instagram at Diane Randall Consults. It's really easy to get in touch with. I, yeah, I, I do a lot of teaching, speaking, podcasts because I love talking about how to create life. And now I love contributing my story, acknowledging my pain. And a lot of times that connects with other people where they share their pain. Yeah. Well, that's a healing part for you as well, isn't it? So that, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So that that's awesome. So it's all integrated, all comes together. We, we yes. become healed as we are seeking to be, uh, Contribute to the, to the wellness of others. And that's yes, I, all I about you. People are my mirror. They're my yeah. mirror. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you, um, you have a great story to tell, Diane. It's all about taking small steps towards a huge life. Yes. Your yes. book, Jumpstart Your Life, Find Your Motivation and Change Your Life One Step at a Time. And she blogs and has all kinds of information at dianerandallconsults.com. And we are thankful to have you as our guest today on Beyond Adversity. Our guest today on Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller has been Diane Randall. Thank you, Diane. Many thanks to Diane Randall from dianerandallconsults.com for being our guest today on Beyond Adversity. I heard know that you heard her story and was she outlining her book, Jumpstart Your Life, Find Your Motivation and Change Your Life One Step at a Time. You heard her story about how she was in the midst of some really uh, significant health problems and some mental health problems in the sense of her mindset being amiss. And then the process that she used through mindful meditation and through nutritional practices to get a lot better, to find herself in a better place. And we're thankful for that, for the learning and for the story that she gave to us about how education played a huge role in her mind shift in her mindset shift and the steps that she took along the way. Now let's talk about you for a moment, but what you can do. Because the idea here on the Beyond Adversity podcast is what can you feel, what can you learn, and what can you do about something? Here's what you can do. You need, before you can get better, you need to find out what's going on. Just like when you have a, a medical issue, you go to a medical doctor to have an assessment or an evaluation of your present state of health. So I want to invite you to get an idea uh, of your present state of the integration of your mental health and your physical health. And one way you can do that is by getting an assessment. And luckily, over at her website, Diane Randall Consults, she has several tools for you to use there and also an assessment tool to help you understand where you are at in your life to uh, to assess where you're at so you can then know what ne- are next steps. And it's the whole part of her process. Taking steps, you know, taking uh, one step at a time to get better in your life. But in order to do that, to take those steps, it's good to get an assessment. So I invite you to do this action to go over to her website, Diane Randall consults.com and to, among other things, take the assessment on her website and that'll get you on your way uh, 
to a more vital and healthy and vibrant life uh, with the understanding and integration of your mindset and your body. Great, uh, great work there, Diane. Here at the here at the Beyond Adversity podcast, we're all about being helpful to you. <clears throat> we like to help you with the five D's of adversity, depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death. And we have uh, our process that we teach, and we love to talk to people like Diane Randall, who give you a process to follow through in order to achieve a state of peace, prosperity, and purpose of the podcast. And also where we have a free gift for you there and to make a connection there. We're here for you every week to help you to identify and navigate through the adversities in your life to get beyond them to a better place, a place of peace, prosperity, and purpose. My name is Dr. Brad Miller. We'll see you again next week. Until then, remember to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.